Welcome to 100 Ways, your simple reminder that you are home wherever you are and that everything is right the way it is right now. I'm your host, Laura Christine, fellow explorer of consciousness and this amazing, beautiful world. Let's get curious, dive into the duh, and find out what's here for us today. Hey there, if you haven't heard episode 260, please go listen to that because this is the second part of that story. And this part will make a lot more sense if you listen to the first part. At least everyone was okay. But that fire burned really hot and really fast. And it was really a hit on my nervous system big time. I remember at about 2.30, this absolutely gorgeous man just, I don't know, his energy, his look, just, he was just this gorgeous dude, came from Hiko, which is the power company, and cut the power. And when the power was cut to our house, all the neighbors and everyone that was out were just like, here it comes. Oh! And like it was this big thing. It was like, <laughs> I don't know, something. Um, it was like this momentous period of time this momentous moment in time of just like oh yeah you're all fucked (laughs) thanks so anyhow I got very uh my nervous system took such a hit that I think I had a little bit of some kind of PTSD from that because afterwards when I would see through the curtains or like the light change in a room at night a car was going by, I would uh, get almost a panic. I would have to say, no, that it's a car. Nothing is on fire. The next month, I went back to the Holistic Chamber of Commerce meeting at Down to Earth at Health Food Store. The meetings are every month, and I was doing really well, but man, I was walking into that store. I looked to my left. I saw all the birds sitting on carts, and I nearly went berserk. Like, I was in an instant panic and had to do a lot of self-soothing in the store. I had to do a lot of long, deep breathing and talking to myself and letting myself know that everything was fine. But what a trigger, right? What a trigger. A bunch of doves sitting on carts. (laughs) Just, it just knocked me out of myself completely. It was crazy. And then another trigger happened. I was on my way to work weeks later, maybe maybe just a week later. And a Hiko truck, the electric company truck, passed by. I was I think I stopped was stopped at a light and a Hiko truck passed by and I just burst into tears completely. Just it was like, okay, that was the breaking point and that's where everything released. Just oh my god. I was crying so hard on my way to work. I can't believe I got there. However, after that, I really was fine. It truly felt like an actual breaking point where I released the trauma by (laughs) seeing the Hiko truck. Very, very interesting stuff. It was not a pleasant experience. I recall also that It was already super hard and we were trying to find a place to stay and be and go and we had a cat and we were at Target that night once we finally found a place where we could be. We were at Target so we could get toothpaste, toothbrush, things that we needed and food. My God, we didn't eat until then either. 
and we received a text from Kent's cousin saying that it was arson. And I was like, I can't process this right now. That was too much for me to process at that point. I was just like, I, I can't even know. It was already traumatic enough. And then to know that somebody did that on purpose was just too much. Here we are. This is Earth. What a fun place. <laughs> I mean, seriously, it is, though. I'm not going to get into why I think people are drawn to do things like that. Obviously, they're not home, and they think lighting things on fire will help them get home. Hopefully, it did, because being home is really amazing, and I wish it for everyone. So that is the story about when a fire is real. Now, the reason I say when a fire is real is because I work retail, and there are a lot of things that my associates will call me about. I, I manage retail. <laughs> People will call me about certain things, and it's just like, this is not a fire. I get that it feels like a fire sometimes because our nervous systems are already worked up, probably by the fact that we live in this society that we won't get into it. But our nervous systems, we're already in survival mode, right? So anything that feels stressful, feels like an urgent, immediate, now we have to put this fire out, it's going to kill me. And the reality is most things aren't real fires. Most things are not urgent or even that important. So take a breath. I need to take a breath because telling the story, I'm feeling myself keyed up. And exhale. And there's a beautiful breath that I'm going to teach you, which I actually brought to the associates at a night meeting one of these past nights, where you inhale in, a, in like two strokes through your nose, and then you exhale through your mouth, and it is the fastest way to calm your body. So you're taking two sections of inhale through your nose and exhale through your mouth. Let's do it. Inhale. Exhale. Twice more. Last one. Use that breath, my friend. It's powerful and amazing. And thank you for listening to the story about the real fire. The next episode will make more sense to you now. If you'd like to support the show, go to lauracristine.us. You can also contact me there. And until next time, I am sending all the love and then some more. We'll talk again. Thank you for being here. I would love to hear from you. Go to lauracristine.us to let me know your thoughts on this. And remember, as Rumi said, there are hundreds of ways to kneel and kiss the ground. Also, you can't fuck it up. I said that. Mm -hmm.